a Milwaukee manufacturer that employs 400 people, said it will leave the city next year. The city's mayor calls it a slap in the face. It's Tuesday, May 30th. This is Wisconsin Today. Good morning. I'm Alex Crow. Coming up, we look at the efforts to boost the numbers of sexual assault nurse examiners in the state. And Jenny Peek has a story about how free summer bus passes give some Madison kids a sense of independence. Stay with us. Gardening in Wisconsin is a year-round job, and Garden Talk is here for you throughout every season. We help you battle relentless pests and pick your favorite mulch. We also cover how to care for houseplants and successful methods for starting seeds inside. We want to know what keeps your garden growing. Join me, Larry Mueller, for Garden Talk on the Ideas Network, Fridays at 11 and Saturday mornings at 6 or online anytime. After 100 years in the city, Masterlock will close its Milwaukee manufacturing facility next year. As Joe Schultz reports, about 400 people will be out of a job. The company plans to move production elsewhere in North America by next March. The decision has drawn criticism from unions and city leaders. The mayor called it a, quote, slap in the face. The announcement comes as a new report from the Metro Milwaukee Association of Commerce says manufacturing is the area's second biggest employer. Milwaukee and its suburbs also have the second highest concentration of people working in manufacturing in the country. Brett Mayborn is with the association. We uh, recognize in Milwaukee the importance of manufacturing to our local economy. Metro Milwaukee's manufacturing workforce makes up over one-fifth of the sector's Wisconsin labor pool. It also accounts for over a quarter of the industry's GDP in the state. Joe Schultz, Wisconsin Public Radio. Faculty at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee hope to boost the number of sexual assault nurse practitioners in the state. Currently, there are fewer than 100. UWM Research Assistant Jacqueline Kalari Robinson says the goal of the new training program is to prepare 10 new nurse examiners over the next year. After that, they hope to boost to 40 per year. Robinson says any nurse can collect evidence of sexual assault, but she says having more nurses with specialized, culturally informed training is vital when working with traumatized patients. Before this subspecialty of forensic nursing or sexual assault nurse examiners, kits were being collected by staff that was not trained, um, which is why we are doing this training, because this is the call. This is the need. Robinson says the training will include a peer mentoring network for nurses aimed at preventing burnout and attrition. Madison will once again provide free summer bus passes to middle and high schoolers. Jenny Peek has more on what the effort means for families. Last summer, Sarah Gagnon's 13-year-old daughter spent her days exploring Madison by herself. She got a job at the farmer's market, commuted to Shakespeare camp, and visited friends. Gagnon says that independence was possible because of the partnership to provide free bus passes. As a working mom, Gagnon says her daughter wouldn't have had that freedom otherwise. And I think that this kind of thing is something that parents really need, like a way to safely get their kids to places affordably during the summer because there's already a a ton of pressure. The partnership between Madison Metro and the school district is entering its third year. 
the city plans to give up to 7,000 bus passes to students who want them. Jenny Peak, Wisconsin Public Radio. A project in Oshkosh is converting a historic former elementary school into 31 affordable housing units. And some experts say similar projects could help address the state's housing shortage. According to the National Low Income Housing Coalition, Wisconsin needs more than 126,000 affordable rental units. And the American Planning Association says finding new life for old buildings could be part of the solution. Missy Hughes is with the Wisconsin Economic Development Corporation. If you have the opportunity to already have the structure there and then simply renovate it and adapt it, you're way down the road compared to just coming into a greenfield and building something new. She says adaptive reuse can be cost-effective for developers and address community needs. An initiative to put Narcan and fentanyl test strips into the hands of first responders in Milwaukee is underway. Evan Casey has more. Drug overdose deaths have hit record highs in Milwaukee County for four years in a row. Now, first responders can access kits that contain Narcan, a nasal mist that can reverse an overdose. Amanda de Leon is with Community Medical Services, a treatment facility for those who suffer from substance abuse. She says overdoses tend to trend up in the summer. This is the perfect time to get Narcan into the hands of these folks that need it the most and giving them more options on where to get it. The majority of overdose deaths are due to fentanyl, which is 50 to 100 times stronger than morphine. The kits also contain fentanyl test strips, CPR masks, and information about treatment. Milwaukee police recently joined the effort, which was launched last year with the Milwaukee Fire Department and Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office. Evan Casey, Wisconsin Public Radio. Wisconsin has the third largest Hmong population in the United States, but many people don't know the group's history. The state legislature is considering a plan to teach Wisconsin's K-12 students about Asian-American history, culture, and contributions. Current law requires schools to teach the history of American Indians, Black Americans, and Hispanics. Asian refugees began settling in Wisconsin in the Vietnam War. Republican State Representative Pat Snyder says their history should not be forgotten. They left behind their homes, their possessions, and communities to resettle here in the United States. And each year, fewer Hmong veterans remain to tell this important story. It is essential that this story is relayed for future generations. The state's Asian American population is estimated at nearly 200,000. And finally, Wisconsin has seen a 45% decline in the number of dairy farms over the last decade. As Hope Kerwin reports, a national dairy group hopes changing the system for pricing milk will make it more profitable. The National Milk Producers Federation has proposed five changes to the federal milk marketing order system. The updates would be the first big rewrite in more than 20 years. Chuck Nicholson is an ag economist at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. He says a lot has changed in the dairy industry, which means previous values representing manufacturing costs or milk quality are now outdated. He says the updates likely won't address all of the hurdles farmers are facing. And we're going to continue to see that some farms will have some challenges. Uh, but it's going to make for a better situation for them than it would otherwise. Nicholson says it's up to federal regulators whether they want to consider any of the proposed changes at a future hearing. Hope Kerwin, Wisconsin Public Radio. And that'll do it. Thanks for joining us for Wisconsin Today. 
I'm your host, Alex Crow. Our producers are John Davis and Bridget Bowden. Catch us wherever you get your podcasts every weekday morning. Of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.